This is Dumb Line, the podcast of dumb crimes and even dumber criminals. Greetings, dummies. Welcome back to Dumb Line, everyone's favorite podcast where we shine a light on dumb crimes and usually really dumb and dumber criminals. My name is Greg. I am your host, joined by my golfing buddy, Jason. Hello, everybody. And our resident guru, goddess, punk rock, lunatic, Maria Raha. Hey, everybody. So I had an experience with Amazon. I mean, we all hate Amazon. We all use it, but we hate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost like, like, like a shot of fireball. It feels good at that moment. <laughs> But the next day or later, you're like, why the fuck did I do that? I know it's wrong. You see that like delivery by 8 p.m. or 10 p.m. or fucking 11 a.m. the next morning. You're like, yes, let's fucking do this. I needed, I needed a new sleep mask and it got there in less than 12 hours. Uh, it's ridiculous. Oh, I, 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 was, I was getting a charger a fucking hub for my car and Amazon said two days. I was ordering Wednesday. I was like, Friday? This is absurd. I might as well just go to Target. I could walk to Target. Well, this is why, why would I even bother with this Amazon? Well, two s- days. I will say with our the infrastructure and airplanes in this country it shouldn't take more than two days for a package to get fucking anywhere like when they when you when i order a package in fedex i hate fedex they they always take way too long they're like 12 days 12 days 12 12 days 10 days there's like could drive across the country and get it in 12 days (laughs) yeah yeah for sure like it should not take 12 days Mm -mm. um but yeah even your two-day thing it shouldn't take that long so i I did i did a return i had to return a couple things and an option was to take it to whole foods which amazon owns and we have a whole foods within like six blocks of where i live this couldn't be more convenient and easy i didn't need to do anything except show up with my shredded wrapper with the item inside it was a cable for my phone it was the wrong cable but the envelope is just ripped apart to open it just hand it to the guy with a q code that they sent me and that's it so this is interesting the whole return took like 15 seconds i just i just learned about this tonight as well because jen has to return something and i was like well we have a box over there she's like no Nah. She's like, you just take it in and yeah. show. She's like, I'll just go to the post office and I just hand them the thing, mm-hmm. the the item and the QR code, and they just do the rest. Yep. And yep. like, uh, I got an email. My money's refunded to me. Like thirty seven minutes later, as soon as they get that scan, they like they, they, like they know they got it. it. Yeah, and the person at Whole Foods doesn't even look in the envelope. I could have, nothing could have been in there. <laughs> they just grabbed this Jiffy Pack or whatever that I shredded. Just hand it to them. It could have been an empty box. They don't care. Scan it, tag it, put it in the bin, refund in my phone. It's so convenient. It's, it is. It, you it, just can't it, not use it. It, it. it really is. It yeah. really is, especially for urban urban oh, residents. Yeah. yeah, if you can walk somewhere, deliver, you don't have to get a packing tape, print out a label, nothing. Well, I mean, the return process, but even like the, the ordering process, like to, to drive, like... I want to drive any, anywhere. Like, no. I don't want to go you, to I Target. click that check mark. If it's like one in the afternoon, I'll ch- click that check mark to get delivered by 10 p.m. same day. Yeah. It's insane. It's This isn't an, also, we're not getting paid to say this about Amazon. No, no I'm yeah. saying like, it's clear. crazy. Yeah. But like, and I hate myself for doing it, but it's just so fucking too. convenient. And I was just blown away by the whole return process. It's nuts. Yeah. Anyway, hey, Jason, um, where could people find us when we're not on the air? 
social media. We're not on the air like we're live, like DJ. We're live. We're live. Where can people find us when they're not listening to our podcast (laughs) through a podcast platform like Spotify, iHeartRadio, or uh, iTunes? Stay tuned. In two minutes, we'll have traffic and weather. Yes. Um, (laughs) Social media is a good place to find us. Uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Like, subscribe, share. Um, We've got some good content on there. Um, We are really pushing for a thousand TikTok subscribers so we can go live. Um, I think that'd be a lot of fun. So help us get there. Um, And uh, also, too, when you're uh, when you listen to the podcast, make sure you uh, like, subscribe, share as well. Um, We'd really appreciate it. Thanks, Jason. Maria, how about a headline? This headline is from Vice, January 5th. 2023 in Bakersfield, California. Two men accidentally set themselves on fire trying to burn down an immigration center. <laughs> Good assholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's Thank God for that. Instant karma. Yeah. I think I Turn also. Turn the gas can around. It's getting all over us. <laughs> <laughs> I also read that when they were running away, they dropped their phones. So that's an added bonus to the story. Well, you, you don't you don't want to lose your phone. I mean, everybody knows like. Why is your phone in your hand while you're trying to torch a building? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> When you're on fire, it's at least at least save your phone, <laughs> yeah. so you don't have to deal with that as well as third degree burns. <laughs> Could you imagine recovering from burns and having to deal with like replacing a lost phone? Yeah. Such a nightmare. It would, be, it would be an absolute nightmare. Yeah. Also, going viral for setting yourselves on yeah. fire while you try and burn down an, an immigration center. No way somebody's going to verify it's you. There's no way you're having that phone. That's t- terrible. All right. I think I'm in the mood for another case, Maria. Okay. So this episode is a little different than our other stories. It's dumb adjacent, but it's too good not to tell. All right. Okay. I'm so dumb confused, adjacent. but okay. Adjacent. You'll, we'll, dumb, it'll, dumb adjacent? Dumb adjacent. It's dumb adjacent? <laughs> yeah. Dumb adjacent. <laughs> so it was recommended to me by listener Griffin. Thank you, Griffin. Yo, what's up, Griff? Thanks, Griff. Sources include the BBC, The Age, The Guardian, Reuters, Spiegel International. Sound like legit fucking sources to me. Yeah, Yeah, it sounds like we're across the pond. Yes, we are across the pond. Other sources, Crime Magazine, The Sydney Morning Morning Herald, Time Magazine, and other sources. Sydney, so we're in Australia. This is all big time here. Where are we at? We got a piece of royalty involved We're all over the place, but we're starting in Germany. Ooh. Okay, so 62-year-old Lieselot Schlanger is baking in her kitchen in Bad Kreuznach in hey, West... Sp- yeah, spell that, Greg. Put that on your sheet. <laughs> Phonetically. <laughs> um, so it's um, Bad Kreuznach is in West Central Germany. She's overpowered by someone and strangled with a wire from a bouquet of flowers in her kitchen. When police arrive... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Strangled with a bouquet of flowers? The wire from a bouquet of flowers. My bad. When police arrive on the scene, they find little to no evidence left behind by her killer. It was 1993, and forensic DNA was just emerging. It was first used in court in 1986, so they did manage to gather a sample from a teacup. And though the case went cold, the DNA found in her home is tested when the forensic DNA process advances a little bit in 2001. So also in 2001, 61-year-old Joseph Walzenbach is strangled with twine in Freiburg, Germany. 
Once again, only DNA is uncovered at the scene, on the door handle, on the clothes sign in Joseph's antique shop, and on some items for sale. Though it didn't match any criminals on file in Germany, it did match the DNA lifted from Lisa Lott's teacup. Since cash was missing from both homes, law enforcement theorized that both Joseph and Lisa Lott have been killed during burglaries. So something to know about DNA collection in Germany at this time is the fact that everything was very limited because of the role genetics played in World War II. You couldn't profile somebody for eye color and hair color and ethnicity at the time, again, between 1993 and 2001. Um, Only the profiles of serious crimes could be fully profiled. So when they received this DNA, the only information investigators could use was that the DNA came from an Eastern European woman and that the DNA profiles match. They couldn't release any other information. Gotcha. So the people <laughs> analyzing the data only only release certain information to law yes. enforcement. Mm-hmm. And it's a, a woman, you say? Mm-hmm. Eastern European Eastern woman. Eastern European. So also in 2001, seven-year-old Jürgen Bueller steps on a syringe. Bueller? <laughs> steps on a syringe in Gierlstein, about t- 226 miles from Freiburg, where Joseph lived. And this kid brings the syringe home. I am floored by that. He stepped on something. He stepped on a syringe. He brought the syringe home to his parents to show them. I can't imagine a seven-year-old in the United States doing that. He's he's seven. It's like, yeah, oh, man. Yeah, I couldn't. And he's out by himself. I don't, I mean. He's walking around out by himself. I mean, he's probably not by himself. He probably was with his friends or walking home from school or something. So, yeah. I don't know about <clears throat> who else he was with. Can you with. walk me through this movie? So, the original murder is 93. Yeah. 2001 is 2001 is a Joseph Walton. And then 2011, we have a syringe? No, 2001. This oh, is another oh, okay. 2001. Okay, okay. Okay, so um, his parents take him to the hospital just to make sure he's okay, make sure the syringe doesn't have anything in it that would hurt him. They test it for DNA, and the DNA on the needle matches that of the DNA found at Lisa what? Lotz and Joseph's crime scenes. Crazy. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, this is, this this is, is weird. This is weird. It's this weird. Is weird. So the police then theorize that the killer is an addict who's committing random burglaries across Germany. Okay. Decent theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not a big stretch. Yeah. No. So the chase for the criminal, um, who has become known as the woman without a face... Escalates. It could a pretty, be a better name. Yeah. It's a pretty cool name, though. Whoa, I kind of like face. it. I kind of yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah How about? Do. I mean, the faceless woman. The faceless woman might been have been a done. little bit more. Well, who knows? It's translated from German, maybe. Yeah. So it could be the faceless woman in English. We don't. I mean. Yeah. Anyway, so I like the woman without a face. Okay, so that escalates after <laughs> April twenty fifth, two thousand seven, when twenty two year old policewoman Michelle Keyswetter is found dead after an attack on her and her partner during their lunch break in Heilbronn, Germany. Her par- police partner? She's or a police, yes. Partner and life her partner. police partner. So someone attacks her and her partner, she dies. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's shot in the back of the head in their patrol Man, car. shot. And dies instantly. Okay. Oh, shit. Her partner survives the attack but cannot remember the event at Did all. Did the partner, Was a partner, partner shot? shot as well? Yeah. Hmm. Wow. And the only evidence left behind is DNA on the car's console and an armrest. This person just leaving DNA I everywhere. Mean, like, all I, over. So the DNA matches. shedding DNA. Yeah, yeah. These, these last couple cases, thing. people just been shedding DNA everywhere. She's just sweating everywhere. <laughs> yeah, just, 
Sweat everywhere in this car. <laughs> so the DNA matches all the cases we've talked about so far, obviously. But between Lisa Lott's case and Michelle's, the woman without a face's DNA showed up after robberies and burglaries in Budenheim, Germany in 2001, in Arbois, France in 2004, in Saarbrücken, in Germany in 2006, six, in Galnokirchen, Austria in 2007. What? 20 burglaries in Hesse, Baden-Württemberg, and Saarland, Germany. Your German's fantastic. Tyrol and Upper <laughs> Austria, both in Austria. Stop it. I'm trying the best I can. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I can't. They're, they're so hard. Oberstenfeld Gronau, <laughs> Saarholzbach, and Niederstadt in Germany. There's no way I would have did this story with all these names in it. If I was her and saw these names, <laughs> I'd be like, I got to find something I, else. I this took, is ridiculous. I took two years of German in high school. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's 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 difficult. My, it's my, so hard. Well, I wasn't going to try were, that. The accent, it would have sounded so pretentious if I was like, Niederstatten. I don't know how to speak German. My my grandparents spoke German, so that's why I took them. It's just like, it's it's hard. So we got robberies everywhere. Everywhere. But there's two murders. Why are these other, there's two murders, but like fucking 47 robberies. Three murders. Three murders, my bad. And she, this person, she, it's a she, she's getting around. She's in France. Everywhere. She's in Austria. She's in, it's in Germany. This it's not. She sounds we're, like a petty criminal just robbing here and there. Like, look at the murder. We're also not done. There's more. And they're just like, and, just, and also just shedding DNA all over oh, Europe. Oh, yeah, dude. Just DNA everywhere. Just, these guys collect She's got it. eczema and just scratching herself <laughs> and fucking skin's flying off everywhere, dude. <laughs> They should. Maybe it is eczema. It's an Eastern European woman with eczema. They should look at some sort of skin disease. Dandruff? Maybe. Maybe. Okay, so. See if you can find some DNA. Are you kidding me? Look around. Jesus Christ. Look at your shoe. There's DNA DNA everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) You just wipe some off your face. So it also emerges in the aftermath of a fight in Worms, Germany in 2005 when her DNA is found on a bullet on a bullet a, it's also found on a car involved a in spent tra- bullet a spent bullet okay on a car involved in transporting it's, 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 every, it's, it's literally everywhere you can swab anywhere in germany and, and you're you gonna find you're gonna DNA. find this woman's dna yeah, yeah, yeah. It's everywhere like she's just gonna she's look. like 12 feet tall <laughs> yeah. just shedding scooter the skin flying everywhere <laughs> Danger scalp flakes. Who knows what? Oh my god! So we we it's found weird. No one noticed this twelve foot woman who's running just, around robbing yeah, people with just, all her skin yeah, falling yeah, off. Yeah, her. Her skin it's like a, it's like a zombie, <laughs> just skin falling off. Just twelve feet tall. She's eating brains. Like I can't. This, okay, so I'm just gonna go through these last everywhere. Three. You have listed. <laughs> 400 places in, 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 across it's actually a total of a total of 40 across three across three countries where they're just like yeah we just you know what i swabbed a random a, a, a random bathroom stall her dna came yeah, up totally jfk <laughs> airport changed the whole system JFK, to name it <laughs> jfk airport <laughs> Okay, so it's also on a car involved in transporting dead bodies in Hesse, <laughs> Germany. Yeah, of course it is. Why not? Four home invasions, 
in three cities in Germany, which I don't remember how to pronounce, so I'm not going to try, and in a car in which a body was found near Weinsberg, Germany in 2000. How does she have the energy for all this? I don't just know. Because she's the, 12 feet tall. Yeah, the wake. Superhero. The, the wake that she just leaves. Like, this is this is crazy. It's nuts. It's nuts. What's the years? They just named the DNA analyst system. Uh, it's the Eileen system. Can you run it through the Eileen system? <laughs> <laughs> just name it after her. It's so ridiculous at this point. So the years were 1993 was one murder. It's a new system. I'm saying that maybe there's something wrong with this system. It, <laughs> it everything. Yeah, everything comes up this woman. Put in here. Everything. Yeah. Hey guys, they just put a Dorito in this. And right out of the bag. I opened the bag. I opened the bag. Put it in her DNA. It's she must there. work at a Doritos she, plant. Yeah. She's making Doritos too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in, at all of these crime scenes, there are no witnesses and no security footage to confirm that there was a woman at these crime scenes. So in cases where other suspects are arrested, the presence of a woman, this, this woman, is denied. Her DNA even shows up at a school break-in committed by teenagers, and those kids are like, <laughs> of course, I swear that there was, she was not here. Like, they're like, seriously, we're teenagers. <laughs> I wasn't even born when this DNA showed up. <laughs> she like a ringleader? Was like her minions? Well, like. so sometimes other DNA is found at the same crime scenes, but no two sets of accomplice DNA match among crime scenes so DNA like accomplice DNA could be found on the console of the car with the police woman I'm not saying it wasn't just using that as an example and then at the school break in but they're two separate sets of accomplice DNA she's never done the same crime with the same person exactly so the police theorize she gets an accomplice and then dumps them right after (laughs) this is this this is this is amazing. She's just grabbing hitchhikers. Hey, you feel like doing something? Yeah, you want to go? You want to go crime? <laughs> yeah, you want to yeah. go do some crime? Yeah. <laughs> so by November two thousand eight, police have spent fourteen thousand hours and eighteen <laughs> just collecting DNA. <laughs> just collecting yes, DNA. Just collecting the DNA. <laughs> <laughs> We've been collecting DNA for a decade. Yeah. Fourteen thousand from hours. everywhere. Where haven't we collected it yet? <laughs> Berlin Zoo. Nope, we got no, that. No. Um, <laughs> And $18.3 million trying to find. Now they start calling her the Phantom of Heilbronn, which is where the policewoman was killed. That's uh, Phantom's uh, kind of a cooler nickname. So, yeah, it is cool. Definitely cooler. So there's a 300. Diva, the DNA diva. (laughs) Yeah, it should be the shedder. The shedder. The DNA llama. She's just, <laughs> she's just like she's just, a giant llama wandering through. She's just Europe. shedding DNA everywhere. So there's a three hundred thousand euro re- reward for solving Michelle's murder, which that her murder also created a media frenzy throughout Europe, and then pile all this other stuff on top of it. And this is like that was the cop murder, the this, police yes, murder. The police yeah, murder. I mean they were all, yeah, it doesn't fit course. the mo though. The first two were like wire, yeah, the, cop yeah. murders out of the blue, yeah, and, no yeah. robbery like they, going like, on. Yeah, they came up out of nowhere, like yeah. back of the head, and yeah. So more than 100 police and prosecutors across Germany, the BKA, which is Germany's FBI, and police in Austria and France are all working on this case. I thought you were going to say more than 100 police officers tested positive for the same DNA. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we got a problem. So in 2009 in Saarbrücken, Germany, 
when investigators are trying to identify a burned corpse they had found in 2002. (laughs) DNA on it. A document containing a fingerprint is tested for DNA. It's this person's, the burned corpse's document. And the phantom's DNA is found. But it's impossible because the corpse they are trying to identify is a man. So a red flag goes up. They test the fingerprint again, and the phantom DNA is not present. So it was there, and then it disappeared. Yeah, this PCR model reader must be, they must have yeah, ordered it off got, of Wish.com. Yeah, they got, I mean, <laughs> something wrong with the DNA something's reader. Something's Did they, messed. like, clean the sensor? <laughs> okay, like. well, here comes the dumb. We haven't gotten to the dumb. Oh, I mean, this is all dumb, but here comes the dumb. Heilbrunn police announced in 2009 that the case of the Phantom of Heilbrunn has been solved. A factory worker at a manufacturing plant in Bavaria had been contaminating the cotton swabs used to collect <laughs> DNA. Oh, man. Ah, oh, that makes so much sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's been theorized that she sneezed on them, sending her DNA across Europe. <laughs> Oh man, it makes so much sense. This, so this, is, this is fucking fantastic. Who submitted this? Griffin? Griffin, Griffin, Griffin. thank you. Oh my God. Holy <laughs> shit. This is, that's amazing. So, swab, swab manufacturers at the time point out that there are no restrictions or guidelines for swabs being used she, for DNA she, collection. She sneezed, she coughed, she, she did like whatever. Allergies. She licked them. Who knows? <laughs> There are no regulations. So even the sterilization of the swabs does not remove DNA. It'll remove uh, viruses, mm. any kind of bacteria, yeah, yeah. but the DNA Dor- clings to... Dorian also. Dorian's the phantom of Heilbronn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he likes this. Okay. So Holy when shit. the case is announced as quote-unquote solved... Solved. Hey, we did it, guys. We did it. High fives all around. Mission, we, we, we've mission. concluded that these 47 cases are not related. Yeah. Solved. Mission, solved. Ac- mission accomplished. So one German newspaper's headline reads, quote, Are the heads of our police stuffed with cotton wool? <laughs> Those Germans, they're, they're known to be very like how did it, Like, we've been listening to this story for 15 minutes. How did they not, someone be like, there's got to be something wrong with these DNA kits. Yeah, there's like, got to be something. Yeah, this doesn't make sense. And they're like, oh my God, we've got a, cr- a yeah. crime, yeah. A yeah. crime yeah. spree right, here. Right, right. Nothing multi-international international and, and crime while And while they're chasing the phantom of Heilbronn, all of these mur- all of these crimes yeah, are just unsolved and these unsolved, people yeah. are just like awesome. Yes. The guy that the guy that, that oh unfortunately God. killed the cops is probably like, oh man, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is it's crazy. So the whole debacle leads to the International Organization for Standardization, which I didn't know existed until I read about this. I believe to that. implement guidelines to avoid contamination on tools Jeez, used a for quality DNA control. Collection. Yeah, can we get Jesus. some QA? Yeah, but let's it ha- they announced this in 2009. The standards went into effect in 2016. <laughs> Cuz you got I love those Europeans. 7 yeah, years. Man, not no, this Russia, was international. Man. This yeah, was yeah. the whole world's We got to spend well, 7 years lot, arguing that's about That's a lot to coordinate. Yeah, and you've got you got a lot right. of swabs you got to get through. Oh, man, everyone's got their own agenda. You got yeah. to get rid of people with allergies in the factories. <laughs> Her, that is put in sneeze guards. That is I don't know what the, you do. That is one of the best payoffs that we've had. That was that was so good. She's just sneezing everywhere. Holy shit! Yeah. So 
<laughs> Just to wrap it up, the case of the 22-year-old policewoman Michelle Kieswetter is eventually attributed to a neo-Nazi terrorist cell mm. that committed 10 murders between 2000 and 2007. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure we need to recap the dumb, but we can try if we want to. I don't even... I mean, this was just... <laughs> yeah. Just someone not figuring out there's yeah, something this wrong was, with this DNA. <laughs> this was... Uh, I did read that a red flag went up when they when the teenagers broke into a school and her DNA showed up. And I'm like, we don't know what you're talking about. There was no woman with us. We, we, we don't broke it. We like, broke like, in there. We did it. They should have just been she like, wasn't yeah. Here. yeah, she was there. We don't, then, we don't know. There. We don't know who this 49 year old woman you're looking for is, but she wasn't there. Oh, uh, that's yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. How do you not think something's fucked up? Like, there's like a fingernail of like the cleaning lady stuck in the DNA sensor, yeah. and every time she yeah, just yeah, like right. keeps coming right, up. Right. Oh my so god, insane. this was. Oh, nice. This was really that was great, funny. Griff. Oh my god, yes. Thank you, Griffin. Yes. That was and awesome. Well, well delivered, Maria. That yeah, was really sure. so really funny. All right, thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed yourself. Hope the time went quick. I'm Greg. I'm Jason. I'm Maria. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, take it easy, dummies. We'll see you. Well, you'll hear us next time. Peace. See ya.